How much do you earn? And does your income vary much? I'm relieved to say that my income does not bounce up and down like an Andean skyline. It pretty much increased steadily each year as my skills and experience grew, until peaking recently. It took years though for me to relax and trust that I was heading in the right direction. Speaking work is very seasonal, so there are often gaps in the year when my diary is empty and everyone seems to have lost interest. My new income was much more haphazard, seasonal and unpredictable than a teacher's. If you are accustomed to a reliable monthly paycheck, this feels unnerving. Thankfully, over time, I can now safely assume that enough work will come my way over the year to even out without having to worry too much about it. Even so, much of my work is sprinkled with randomness. You don't know when the next speaking request or brand campaign or commissioned article will land in your inbox. Because of the nature of not knowing where my next chunk of income will come from, it's necessary to plan and save on a yearly scale, not a monthly one. Some months I earn nothing at all beyond my passive income. On top of that are the times when I go away on adventures. Not only am I spending money, I also miss out on the earning opportunities which come along in that time period. Sod's Law particularly enjoys filling my inbox with lucrative offers coinciding with the dates when I'm due to be up a hill in my tent. For that reason, the annual stipends I receive for being a brand ambassador are reassuring, as are the royalty checks for my books. The sums from each book are not large, but the more books I write, the more substantial a stream those passive income dribbles become. Passive income is money that you earn without any sustained effort, the very opposite of earning an hourly rate. I like to think of it as making money while you sleep. When I go to bed at night, I snuggle under my duvet, knowing that I will have sold a few books by the time I wake up. In an ideal world, I'll get my sales figures up to the point where I can stay under the duvet all day too. Increasing passive income is my long-term financial goal, though I intend to spend those free days in the mountains rather than in bed. My trickle of passive income should remain pretty steady as long as anyone is still interested in reading my books. By contrast, my brand ambassador work feels more fleeting. Many brands change their marketing teams and ideas more often than I change my pants. Just because I'm interesting and on message for them this year does not mean that will be the case next year. So I always consider a brand asking me to stay with them for another year to be a bonus rather than a given. This, by the way, raises another pressure I feel a lot the need to keep being visible and relevant so that I remain a marketable product. Much of that last sentence makes me uncomfortable. When I cycled around the world, I lived off my savings and enjoyed years of life, adventure and content creation for less than a fiver a day. Once I returned home and began earning again, 90% of my income stemmed from speaking at schools. The remainder came from book sales, plus a sprinkling of the additional revenue streams mentioned in the last chapter. Books and talks are an exciting way to pay for a life, and I was comfortable living frugally. My years on the road had taught me to keep the purse strings tight. 
You can either earn a lot of money or not spend much money. Both options work. To measure whether becoming a working adventurer was viable, sustainable and responsible, I set myself the challenge of matching my first year teaching salary in the next year. I just about managed that through giving a lot of talks in schools. I continued to use the teacher's pay scale as my target benchmark for several years to reassure myself that the work I was doing counted as a proper job and that I was on the right trajectory. My memory's hopeless, but I think it probably took about three years before I relaxed about whether the next cheque would ever arrive, and then about five years before the curve of my income progression began to rise above that of a teacher. Today, I can focus on getting on with stuff that I enjoy, feels meaningful, and also pays the bills. The score pretty much takes care of itself if I do those things well. That has been a weight off my shoulders. I don't have any dazzling insights about how to earn more money. I haven't dedicated much brain power to the puzzle. But I have learned that once you have enough cash, chasing more does not lead to more happiness. The biggest luxury that money provides is not having to worry about money. I'm definitely happy to leave behind the years of hustling, chasing and worrying. My income increased steadily for the first decade, but the percentage splits remained roughly consistent, with 90% coming from speaking work and 10% from books. Over the long term, the percentages have changed as well as the totals. I now earn about 40% from speaking, 40% from brands and 20% from books and podcasts. My dream for the third decade of my career is to sell many more books by writing more books rather than suddenly becoming a genius or a celebrity and then being able to live off the royalties alone. Perhaps then I will finally shrug off the imposter syndrome which prevents me from describing myself as a writer. Who knows, in 10 years I might be able to write a book called Ask an Author. From initial earnings of around £30,000 in my first couple of years of self-employment, which I was delighted with, I increased my income more than sixfold. In recent years, I've slowed down my work significantly to become a stay-at-home dad. For environmental reasons, I now routinely decline well-paying speaking events and brand campaigns that require flying. Yet, despite these significant restrictions, I still earn a high five-figure sum, which is a ridiculously jammy amount for doing work that I love. Quick question, what has been your favourite small purchase recently? It cost me nothing, but rigging a pull-up bar behind my shed has had a great impact. Every time I pop out for a pee, which is pretty often when you spend all day in a shed drinking tea, I blast out a bunch of pull-ups. How much money does a book like